hello and welcome to our Vibe Tribe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jana. And I'm your other host, Casey. This podcast, we are seeking to bring people together from near and far, from all walks of life and with different viewpoints. So we welcome you to our Vibe Tribe. Hey, Jana. Hey, Casey. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Things have been a little, life has been a little up and down lately, but you know, it's a roller coaster we're all on. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You've been good? I've been good. You know, it's it's just figuring out the almost moment-to-moment changes with an 18-month-old daughter. Oh my gosh, she's been yeah. so <laughs> She's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And her big thing right now is not going to sleep till one o'clock or two o'clock. Oh my gosh. In the morning. So is she still taking naps and stuff? So yeah, she she takes at least one nap a day, but sometimes she doesn't take a nap till 4 30 or 5 p.m oh no and oh, so i know yeah, i'm in for a late night mm-hmm. sometimes she goes to sleep at nine o'clock and then wakes up an hour later and wants to stay up till two. Oh my gosh she's a night owl <laughs> and so i just had a doctor's appointment for her and you know, her doctor said, you know, you can try what you want to try, but honestly, if there are other changes or, or other things going on, like my husband going to a, being gone for work or just whatever might be going on, then it's not going to stick. Um. Yeah, because it's hard to establish a routine when it constantly changes, given your husband's nature of work, mm-hmm. having to be away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. I can see how that would be. That would be difficult on, on a little one. Sometimes I don't know what to do with her. She just has so much energy. And oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's hard. It's it's hard to take her to a playground because the playgrounds are built for two and up and then five and up. And so she's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So getting close. Do they have any like museums that are like because I know the children museum here in Richmond, they have like a section that is for like infants to like three years old, and then they have, you know, three and up. To the rest they, of the, they they have children's museums in Savannah, but not where we're at. That's the that's just difficult. Is is the area in which you live? It's hard to get her out and about and being active and getting out all that energy and the sillies and all of that, so that she wants to nap like right in the afternoon. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have anything like classes or anything that maybe like mommy and me classes? No. Damn. (laughs) I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. The only store, like I've said, is Walmart. Mm. So we should make her we should make her a little um like a little gymnasium or a little like in her does she have like a space and I know it's difficult because now you're in an apartment versus a house. Does she have like a room that's hers that you can like yeah, because we've got her crib in our in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so I've converted her room into her playroom. Oh, good. Yeah. So I get stuff she can climb on or wear her ass, wear her ass out. <laughs> oh, that would take buying something. We haven't done that yet. Yeah. So... That's the whole thing. And the thing is, you know, like you don't want to buy too much because you're hoping soon you'll be, you know, moving again. And so 
you know, to bring all that stuff with you, I can understand that would be feel daunting. Like, oh my gosh, we're going to get all this stuff and set it up here, but then we have to like move it. Well, and the problem also is, is that they age out of the toys so fast. Oh, they do. They truly do. And so, you know, I have tried to focus on toys that I feel like she's going to get more use out of. Like her favorite toy right now is her keyboard that she walks on and and makes noise, makes animal (laughs) noises and different keys. She loves that and she plays and she dances. She does this arm lift. (laughs) Raise the roof. (laughs) She's got one arm up and one arm down and she's just kind of spinning around. We don't know where she got it. The other funny thing is, is that she now pulls this face where she squints one eye and curls her lip. So she looks like a pirate. Oh, you sent me that video. I was dying. I'm like, what is she doing? We finally <laughs> caught it on video. Like we were trying to capture that because it's hilarious. Like we need that to show her when she's older. <laughs> yes. I was dying. I, sh- I sh- You sent that I was in bed with Ray and I sh- showed my husband and he was like, oh my gosh, that's not the funniest cutest thing I've ever seen in my life he's like I really miss her I think we need another visit with her (laughs) well and I don't know where she picked up this one but if she's got her bottle or her sippy cup and I'm drinking like out of my mug and drinking water or something she goes she holds it up and she goes cheers oh how cute she wants to clean glasses and I'm just like kid where did you learn this like Amon and I have not been out like to a social gathering with her and clinked glasses. Do you think it's an episode of Stillwater? Is it Stillwater that she likes? She <laughs> loves Stillwater, but they don't cheers. I'm pretty sure she picked it up from one of my shows. Oh, probably. <laughs> she is smart as a whip. Oh my gosh. Kids, it's so it's so amazing. They just see it, it just sticks in their minds. You know, they see it and it's like, oh. I can use this. You know? <laughs> so now she's she'll like hold up her glass and wait for me to grab mine. Oh, and oh. She's like, I want to do that with her. Well, get on down here. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so close. funny. Oh, I want to come down there. I just have so much going on this month. I have something every. Monday and Tuesday of the month. But this is my birthday month. It's usually a very busy month for me, just like how October is a very busy month for me. And then, you know, the holidays, of course. But like, yeah, I have a lot going on, but a lot of it's like doctor's appointments. Oh, yeah. Well, you've, you've really been going through it. It's, it has really, um, it's made me very emotional. Just like, you know, and I feel like I'm still working through a lot of stuff and it's funny because i saw this dolores cannon on dolores cannon's uh, facebook page you know they post like little memes and stuff and they talk about how you know or no no it wasn't that no i was watching a tiktok that's what it was it was a tiktok and this woman i follow was talking about shadow work and that's such a bitch it's not easy but that's where the good stuff is you know yeah. And she's like more than the woo-woo, the meditation, the positive thinking, the affirmation. She's like the shadow works where the real meat is, where the real development comes. But she's like, but man, ain't it a bitch? Like you think you get through the shadow work and you're like, oh yeah, I've tackled this issue. Then yeah. all of a sudden something comes up and you're triggered again. And it's like, nope, I got to revisit this issue. I haven't fully dealt with it like I thought I dealt with it. So, you know, all this health stuff is is coming up. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, yeah, it's physical, but I, I know that there's a lot, you know, on a spiritual level, on an emotional level that I need to work through to yeah. help me, you know, to feel, to feel better. And to, you know, when I see the doctors, like getting whatever I need, the physical therapy to get the best out of it. So I'm, I, so I've been going through a lot of shadow work lately and it's exhausting. I thought I was done this. Like I went through a lot of this already and I'm like, okay, well, here we are again, like doing more work, but you know, I've had a lot of the signs of, 
just evolving to a, a higher vibrational level. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and Dolores, actually Dolores Cannon on her Facebook page, they posted about like the signs that you're going through like a, an evol, you know, you're, you're moving up, you're, you know, raising your vibration. And one of them's like ear ringing. I've been having a lot of that ear ringing mm. and um, just a lot of like little signs. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is for my highest good going through this again. But yeah, my shoulders have been a hot mess. And it was funny because I saw, I thought I'd been going through this since I got injured with my shoulder when I was working with the children who had, you know, the different mental, physical learning disabilities. And one of the children I was working with attacked my shoulder on two different occasions and I was in a sling. But then a memory came up that involved you. And I said, I was talking about all oh, my first massage with Jana. She, I'm so excited. Her magic hands. I said, please fix my shoulder. And that was like way back. So I'm like, holy, I've had this issue a lot longer than I realized. I'm That's thinking, back in 09. Yeah. I've been connecting it to this one event, but it goes way back. And my mom's like, well, when you were little, you always had this issue with your shoulders. And the doctor's like, yeah, she has like loose ligaments. These shoulders will always pop in and out you know, they're always going to be a problem for her. And I'm like, oh, well, well, great. Like, <laughs> so, I guess I've had this since I was little. So I'm finally like being proactive. I'm like, that's it. I need to go to an orthopedic doctor. So I've got an appointment on Valentine's day. Well, you know, I did it early in the morning so that, you know, I can have some time with Ray, but he has to work anyway. So until like two, so that works out. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I was kind of nervous about what he's going to find, but I'm really excited because it's just the not knowing is frustrating. Yeah. I like to have, I, I can't wait to have the answer and then the solution. Like, okay, um, this needs physical therapy. Okay. This needs a surgical inter inter intervention or, you know, whatever it may be, just, you know, being proactive. Well, and so two thoughts came up. Did you know that there's actually supplements that help with your ligaments? No, I, I, well, I, I've heard of how certain things can help arthritis, like turmeric, black pepper. Um, what's the other one? Well, of course, taking collagen powders and stuff like that. But, but I don't know if that's for bone health, but I never heard of ligament health. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look it up. So Ligaplex. So there's one, and I'm sure that there's other companies, other supplement companies, depending on what's gonna work better for you, that um help with ligaments, but this one it's called Ligaplex. Huh. And the level two of it. It's made by standard process. The level two is for like long-term ligament issues Oh, that have been standing, long-standing. And there's like stuff like Spanish moss, organic pea vine juice, oat flour, magnesium, organic carrot, sweet potato, beet, like there's all sorts of different things. There's even some mushroom powder. Huh. So that kind of tracks. So some of it sounds almost like anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it just makes me wonder if something like that along with the physical therapy would help. That would be nice. Um, and then my other thought is you were talking about shadow work. And I think we've got to debunk this because, you know, I don't know if you have felt this way, but when we're going through some kind of growing process and we're learning more about ourselves and we're, we're working through our, our different hangups, for some reason, we always think that we're done with it. Mm -hmm. Like we're like, okay, all right, cool. All right, I figured out what was going on. I understand what's going on in my head. I can move forward. We're good. We got this. <laughs> and then however much time passes and it pops back up again. 
And it's like, oh, I thought I worked through this. Like, why am I going through this again? When actually it's another layer of refinement. So. Oh, I love that. I never. If we could just pull our thought process away from saying, you know, all right, cool. Grew through that. I'm done. Um, We need to recognize that there's multiple layers. And as we grow and understand things better, there's going to be another layer of that of that hang up. That's so true. It I mean, it's like an onion. It's like peeling back an onion. Yeah. Essentially. Like we got through the first layer. <laughs> you know. And then by the time we're like in our 80s, we're like, gosh, this is one hell of a big onion. <laughs> How many layers do you have to have? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, you know, again, like through our quantum healing hypnosis sessions, apparently there's a lot of karma and a lot of shit to work through that's more layered and, and complicated than we could ever even imagine it to be. Like things are just not as easy as it seems. Like, oh, I'm going to go away on a an amazing 10-day yoga retreat and now I'm going to be cured of all my problems. <laughs> it's like, no. That's the first step, honey. <laughs> no kidding. Well, and, you know, marriage is something where you're constantly learning new things about yourself. And, you know, I I refer to my husband as my greatest teacher because he's always helping me understand things from a different perspective. And sometimes I feel like I am like communicating better and I am understanding him better and then for some reason or another I hit a wall and I revert and all of a sudden it's starting over of learning how to communicate and I'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> thought we got through this so hard-headed <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and and there's no matter if you you know have a similar cultural background you know, there's still ways that you miscommunicate. Oh yeah. And we have, we have different cultural backgrounds. And so different phrases mean different things and different ways of approaching things. And so it has a whole nother level to it all (laughs) for you. It does. And, but even in, in our same culture, like my husband and I were raised two different ways. And I feel like even within the same culture, there is so, so much difference. Sure. Well, like my, like when I first met my husband, he used to take everything I said to heart. Like every, well, what do you mean by that? Why did you say it like that? Well, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, honey, no, 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 no. Let me, okay, let's clarify here. Let's like revisit this. This is, you know, I'm like, I was making a joke or I was trying to be sarcastic. Like he, he didn't catch my tone and like, he used to not understand those like tonal differences I had in my voice. He just registered everything as I said as something serious. See, and I feel like I'm I'm Ray in this situation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, my whole family is like, that way too. They're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I was just joking, dude," or you know, I was just joking, you know. Yeah, my husband. My husband. He after he like tries to land a joke <laughs> and it just completely passes me by I'm like why did you say that what is, what's that supposed to mean <laughs> and he's like trying to be funny and I was like okay I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so and I feel like it's that way even among siblings oh yeah you know because for whatever reason, even though we're brought up in the same house under similar conditions, we still have different understandings of things. That's true. Like I saw my dad, my dad was in town for a conference. And so Solara and I went to Savannah. We spent a couple hours with my dad Love that. And, it was, and it was absolutely hilarious because I'm telling my dad about my book that's coming out and how excited I am. 
And he's like, oh, I can't wait to have, you know, send me a copy of it. I'd love to, I'd love to be able to have a copy, blah, blah, blah. He's already read the chapter, but he wants a copy of it. And I was like, okay, you know, no problem. And then not even like 10 minutes later, he's asking me why I love Colorado so much. And I, and I'm just like, dad, everything about Colorado, (laughs) everything that I love to do is there. Mm -hmm. I wish that there was better. I wish I could kayak more, but mm-hmm. everything I love to do is there and I love it. And he's, and he's like, well, did you ever see the witches in, in Manitou? The, the, the witches there. And I was like, uh, yeah, actually. And there's some dark witches there and I'm not, I'm not okay with that. It was really uncomfortable at times. And he's like, oh, come on, Janet, that's just bullshit that's not even true and I'm sitting here going and you want a copy of my book <laughs> he's in for surprise I'm like it's about rituals and ceremonies <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not gonna like this book <laughs> like what do you think my book's about that <laughs> like dad listen for some like rituals ceremonies hmm your daughter is a mystic like and you just called everything that I believe in bullshit (laughs) oh man not many not many people I mean I feel like there are more people turning into mystics claiming the title witch but I still think that there's still some negative connotations surrounding it or misunderstandings you know I, I still feel like we're still like outsiders yeah even though it's because it's becoming more straight mainstream some of the practices some of the rituals some of the ceremonies which is nice you know so I think that's a real positive thing however I I also feel like that can also be damaging perhaps what do you mean I don't I I I think that mm, I don't know where I'm going with this um it's okay um sometimes when you make when you bring things into the mainstream you kind of dilute it it becomes more a a watered down version yeah I can I can understand that it feels like it it, like I I don't know and like there I think there's some misunderstand misunderstanding like for instance like you know everyone's all of a sudden using the Palo Santo I just bought some of that. I love it. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm saying they're like buying these kits, then they, but they don't understand like the real, true, you know, meanings behind what they're using. Oh, sure. You know, what I'm saying so. Kind of sure. dilute, understand the meaning of it, and like I've been following this guy on TikTok who talks about who's Native American talking about colonizers and how they've kind of taken Palo Santo and it's diminishing the rainforests and everything. I mean, it's, it's really going to have an impact globally and, and, you know, as far as climate, mm-hmm. you know, it's contributing to deforestation and these were used specifically for Native American ceremonies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to adopt it, but it kind of dilutes or waters down the the meaning of it. Do you know where I'm going with this? Well, but I and I and I get what you're what you're saying, but when it like incense for my husband's culture is very prominent. Mm-hmm. They use a lot of incense. And we were talking about it the other day because he lit some of the incense that we have. And I don't know what it is or what kind of memory I've got from when I was a kid. But when he lights some of them, it smells like I'm transported to an old lady's house. Oh, really? To me, some of them smell like an old lady's house with creepy dolls in a cabinet and (laughs) like dust upon dust upon dust in a home it just reminds me of something being old and 
dirty. Hmm, I, I, well, I mean, I can see how some sense of the incense can can put you there for sure. Well, and one of the ones that, so I love the Nag Champa. I know you do. <laughs> and that one, and that one's been used for me learning different ceremonies. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that one, that one I love, that one makes my husband sneeze like crazy. So we don't use it super often. Um, and I've been trying to find different incense that has more of a fresh light smell and not like a heavy perfumey smell so like we just be heavy hmm something can be too much yeah and so i love the palo santo because to me it's a clean fresh scent see and i used to hate that scent but for me i had a negative connotation with it of an old job I used to work at. Okay. My connection with that and where I worked. Mm -hmm. So I kind of was like, you know, I was just so turned off to it because the the, the individual who was using it and who was lighting it all the time, I don't felt, felt, I didn't feel like it was benefiting her at all. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this shit ain't getting away any negative demons. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it just smells like burnt fires to me. That's what it always used to smell like. But I, but it's funny because they started lighting something after my massages at um, Vitality Float Spa, where I go for my massage. And I'm like, what's that smell? And my head's facing the cradle, you know, mm -hmm. down in the cradle. And, um, and I was like, what is that? What's that smell? It smells really good. And they're like, oh, it's Palo Santo. I'm like, no, it's not. They're like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, oh, so it smelled different around her energy. Mm-hmm interesting so I was like oh wow it takes on different scents depending upon who is using it for their intention so I was like wow yeah yeah I noticed I could see that when we do not chompa with you know with ceremonies and you light it and then when versus when I use it at home it smells different oh yeah to me it smells different I can notice like this I, I don't know if that's like a thing so it, so does it smell good at my house and not at oh my god so good no it smells good at my house but for some reason with you it smells more um which i guess it's tracks it smells more earthy okay it feels more grounded okay and then when i burn it in my place i i it feels it smells a little more sweet it'll it lifts me up a little bit more <laughs> it's because for me it you know, like pulls me off the floor that's weird but when I use it when you we use it together I feel like it it grounds me I guess because if you light it you know you're just such a grounded earthy individual yeah. I don't know I just I've noticed like, I think it depends on intention and and personality I think it responds to that in some way I think so too that's interesting. I've never thought of it that way, but that, but that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Palo Santo is like, why does it smell so radically different? So I got, I got some, they're like, oh, well, we sell it here. I'm like, okay, let's do a little experiment. So I brought it home. I'm like, and that's when we used it for Christina when she came to do the, you know, the, the quantum mm -hmm. healing. And I was like, wow, it does smell completely different. In each setting and each, maybe the energy and that negative energy that was in that space made it just rank to me and just turned me off, you know, but in a different place, a different setting, it just created something different. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I know. So we do cord cuttings. Mm -hmm. and we start using it it smells one way and then we're like when it's all caught up in it all the you know negative energy and all this stuff and then we're like okay we like this a flame you know what have you um it smells differently when we're burning all the shit out you know like <laughs> well and it also burns differently depending on what kind of cords you're cutting yeah if it's been a really long time and you use it for a cord cutting it 
like burns with a vengeance and sometimes it's like the stick was just soaked in water and it's refusing to burn or yeah. it's got so much smoke coming out of it you're just like wow something's really on fire <laughs> it's so true <laughs> it's so interesting how that works yeah so i had an experiment that i that i had to do so our house in Colorado, the tenants moved out. They had a domestic domestic dispute between the two of them. She got a restraining order on him. And so I was really concerned about the energy in our house. Yeah. And I was like, you know, they've been fighting. Who knows what kind of energy they brought in. And this happened. They moved out the end of November. Well, combination of bad juju and time of year, we didn't we didn't rent out our house until just a couple of days ago. That's so crazy. And Colorado, so hopping, everyone wants to be there, you know. Well, and Colorado uh, Springs being a military place, you know, people need people are always moving. Yeah. And so, you know, I understand time of year, but also interest rates, things have changed. There's also a much higher quantity of apartments that have opened up in the area. So oh, yeah. the, the market changed in Colorado as part of this. But I really wanted to clear the energy of the house. And I was, and I, I had asked my aunt to go and do it and she has been sick and she's been trying to get her energy back up, but she didn't feel like she could handle doing an energy cleanse and keeping herself guarded at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, crap, what am I going to do? Like, I can't fly to Colorado to go do a burning pot on my house and then fly back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How am I going to do this? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about the different teachings and Dolores Cannon and, you know, things that now have a different perspective because in learning about Dolores Cannon, it has a different spin on it. And I was like, okay, if time and space really don't matter. Yeah. Why can't I use a burn pit at my complex? And do a burning pot in it for the house in Colorado. I love that. I was like, why can't I just say, okay, portal for Colorado right here. (laughs) Yes. We're going to clear the entire property. All right. So, So I went through the ceremonies and did the burning pot. And no kidding, the energy changed. And so my aunt, who was also really intuitive, I was like, okay, let's talk about this. What was the energy level of our house and our property prior? And she's like, "Mm, one being absolutely like bare minimum to high vibe being 10. She's like, yeah, your house was sitting at a two. I was like, yeah, I agree with that. It was pretty low. Mm-hmm. And so after I'd done the burning pot, my husband and I sat down and we're holding hands and we're focusing on just infusing the house with our love and with who we are and the love between us and, and how, how we want to move forward. And then I was talking to Sarah and I said, okay, what kind of vibe do you get now? And she goes, hmm feels more like a 9.5 and I was like that's what I was thinking (laughs) oh my gosh well that makes sense because we always you know talk about helping each other actually you know like what you know there's been so many times where we're like help me come clean me off so if we can do that energetically why can't we do the same for our house exactly and you can do a cord cutting with a proxy so why can't you do a burning pot 
for a house somewhere else or a property somewhere else. I printed off a picture of our home and put it inside the burning pot. Oh, I love that. And lit it up. That's genius. And then many, many years ago, my, my mom, so my grandmother used to see this woman in Idaho where she lived that did energetic healing. And I was having a lot of problems with my digestion. It was after I got divorced and after, you know, I was just really trying to get my body onto a better track. And I had an H. pylori imbalance. So that's when you've got this normally good bacteria that is supposed to be in your small intestine that gets goes past your small intestine and gets into your stomach and can cause ulcers. And it also can cause a lot of digestive issues in the process. And I had, I had that going on. Oh gosh. And so um my mom took me to see her. And she did a lot of work with vibration. And so she put these vibration pads on me, she turned turned it to the frequency and I just laid there with with this vibration going. And no kidding. Um, not only did it take care of it, but the doctors did not believe it until they did the blood work that I had an H. pylori imbalance and their antibiotic did not work. That's incredible. So there's all this stuff on YouTube too, about, you know, um, listening to different vibrations. mm -hmm. Of course there's, you know, the bowls that do the different you the know, vibrations. So the vibrational healing that, I mean, yeah, that's, I, I, I've been trying to do that every night, listening to, to different frequencies to heal. So part of that, so hold, hold that thought. Mm -hmm. Um, so this woman, a couple of years later, I had a similar problem and to do it energetically, she just needed a picture of me and she put it in her system and ran it for however long she felt like it needed to run. And I was free of H. pylori again. That's incredible. So, and this was a woman that my grandmother used to see. So, you know, you pull it back and that's where this idea of doing the burning pot on my house from Georgia worked so but back to your vibrational healing so have you heard of the bone conduction headphones yes i was actually thinking of it of investing in those i have so, so many different headphones <laughs> i i would love i would love to um if you do come down you can try mine because i have some and that vibrational healing really works with the bone conduction. Oh, I bet. Headphones, because you actually get the vibration. Um, also, you can get it with a really good sound system that has a really good bass and mid-tone. So, you know, surrounding yourself in a room that has a really good sound system can, can also help. Um, there's a lot of interesting things about sound therapy and vibrational therapy because if you go to you know biology and you're looking at the cell our cells respond differently to different vibrations different frequencies so why wouldn't it work i wish we i wish we i wish we had more doctors that were invested in researching these sort of therapies there's not enough money in it. Yep. Let's because uh, again, it's it's woo woo. It's it's not big pharma. Yeah, not big where pharma. We, where we create a synthetic something rather that we can pop a pill and it fixes that, but it gives you another side effect. 
see, and I, it, oh gosh, so I was reading the Dolores Cannon stuff. Um, I love the Dolores Cannon Facebook page. I just love it so much. And there was this thing posted about, you know, your star seed if, and one of them's about putting like, I, they won't put prescription medication in their bodies. And I'm like kind of a half, half kind of gal. I'm like, kind of love my pills. <laughs> Depends on the pill. And then also, like for me, I feel like the answer lays, I always feel like the answer lays in the middle. I feel like there should be a bridge between Eastern and Western medicine mm -hmm. or different kinds of healing and medica medication. I think sometimes you need an antibiotic. I'm sorry, F you. I love antibiotics. They saved my life, not you, but you know what I mean? Like they've saved my life several times over when we didn't know what was going on with me. And, you know, my immune system was shutting down. It was like, you know, I don't know how many times. And like, when I got pneumonia months ago, mm -hmm. like, oh God, I can't imagine what would happen if I didn't have an antibiotic and a steroid to come and just take that out. I would die. You know, like I wasn't breathing. I lost my voice. Like, I feel like there's some validity and a little bit of everything, but I think too much of one way of thinking is wrong. And even, well, you know, I'm very, you know, you know, mystical too. I'm very witchy, but I don't, I'm not too far. I'm kind of, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of going in the middle. And it's funny because with my politics, you know, I'm very progressive. I'm very moderate. <laughs> I'm to my spirituality and, and, and what I, you know, subscribe to and, you know, all of that. Well, we can go back to the moderation in all things. Exactly. I really, that is my motto for everything. You know, you've got, but you've got two different systems. You've got one system that is a wellness system that is treating stuff before it gets bad or when it's in its infancy in your body. I ignore that way too often. In, in do. And then we've got the sick system. And that's where, where they want us to live. Yes, it is. You know, and that's one of the things I'm really grateful for is that Solara is 18 months old and she has been on an antibiotic once. And I know several moms who have not had that experience, that their kids have had to be on stuff repeatedly for multiple issues, nothing of their own doing, but just multiple issues for these poor kids who have had a rough go of their first year and a half and yeah, every, every everyone's so individual it is and and i'm not saying it's it's the parents and i'm not saying it's the kids i'm saying it's it's the experience for whatever reason solara has been incredibly healthy which i'm very very grateful for so but there's got to be there's got to be a happy medium between the two. Like, Solara's doctor was just telling me to help treat her eczema. She needs to have bamboo, bamboo material because it's more hypoallergenic and it is less likely to cause skin irritation, which I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start re researching bamboo instead of cotton clothes. Yeah. You know, and looking at some that. bamboo sheets, and let me tell you, that shit was legit. I love my bamboo sheets I had for years. <laughs> well, I will be looking into bamboo sheets. Mm hmm. You know, but there's there's so many different ways that we can interact in this world, and I am someone who likes to try things and see what works. Exactly. And what works for one person doesn't always work for the other. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it is, it's all so individual. And like, you know, I just, it gets to me because I just had so many people like, oh God, you're an antibiotic or you're an antibiotic again. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I waited a really long time to uh, contact the doctor thinking I could heal myself naturally. Like mm -hmm. I try all the elderberry and all this stuff. It only, it only keeps me healthy for so long. And with my body, you know, it gets to the point where nothing else helps and I have to go on antibiotic unless I want to have other issues and complications that led me in the hospital. So I'd rather take an antibiotic 
then land in the hospital. If you want to pay my bills to land in the hospital and try to treat it naturally, let's go, you know? And then they're like, well, can't you take this or can't you take that? Or I'm like, you know, sometimes all that natural stuff, I'm allergic to a lot of shit. I'm very sensitive to stuff. So I can only go so natural. Right. I can only, you know, but I also know that there is so much poisonous stuff in the synthetics. So I try to, you know, you know, it's all, it's finding what works for you. So I'm still trying to figure out like, where can I go that, you know, is a more natural route where can I go that's, you know, more traditional medications and stuff. And yeah, I haven't been to my acupuncturist, which I'm excited to get back to her because I'll tell you what, I've fallen in love with acupuncture. That's awesome. But I've been waiting because I need to know, like, well, first of all, the money, you know, insurance doesn't cover that for me. Right. <laughs> and then, um, you know, all these other doctor's appointments coming up. I So I got to, it's also budgeting and finding out where I can. Well, isn't it so great that we have different options, though? Can you God, imagine living in a culture that you don't have options? that it's only route A or route B. Like I thinking how lucky I was the other day that we have so much great influences here in the United States. That's one thing I love about it is we're, we're melting pot and we get a little bit of exposure and a little bit of everything and we can make up our own minds about what works for us. Well, and we're not told as women how we can do this and how we can do that. You know, well, yes, we still have the cultural aspects of what is okay for women and what's not okay, but it's not something where we didn't cover our head to go out of the house that day. And so now we're in jail. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a different it's a different way they try to subjugate us and <laughs> yeah. keep us in a in our place as women here in the United mm. States. And there are certain parties that are really trying to uh, send us back, <laughs> way way back. So, but we still have it way better. So, have you seen any good movies lately? Uh, question for you: Have you ever seen Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? A really long time ago. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, you were talking about how kind of like our lens has changed since we've been like, you know, reading about Dolores Cannon's work and all of this. That exposure has changed, you know, and kind of. I have a new lens, like in sociology, I'm a, you know, went to sociology, school for sociology, and they talk about a sociological lens and not, not everyone has it. It's something you, you know, have been trained not to see. And then you put on the rose colored glasses or the glasses. And then all of a sudden you see kind of like taking the red pill versus the blue pill. Well, I feel like Doris Cannon's works kind of like that. So now I've been watching, like rewatching things. I'm like, holy shit like like eternal sunshine of a spotless mind are you kidding me it has everything to do with soul groups and really and soul contracts absolutely i never realized this before so we i think we'll have to we'll have to put pin in this one because i really think we should watch that and I want, I want to see what your takes on it and, you know, discuss this in more detail. And another, you know, I've already said this to you. Um, I want to, I want to, I want you to rewatch with me um, the OA. Yeah. That yeah. is so full, so full of all of her work. Like, I'm like, wow, I feel like they just took Laura's Can's work, threw it into a TV series. I'm like, well, and when I first watched OA, like, I was just like, what is all this hand movements and gestures, you know, as part of, as part of whatever she was doing and, you know, but you put it into a mystical concept and it's, you know, opening pathways, clearing portals, it's dimensional travel. Yeah. It's, you know, so yeah yeah speaking of dimensional travel holy shit uh -oh. i've been having such a hard time lately because you know i can be in multiple dimensions at once 
-hmm. and I'm really trying to be present in this one but man it is so difficult for me okay I've been I've been just really I've been I've been like up at night well one because I've been having to sleep on my back now instead of my side because of my shoulders and I realized you know the other day I'm like I'm just gonna lay on the floor I'm gonna fall asleep on the floor and then my back felt a little bit better enough that I could get through like I could, like to go into my work week like I was like okay well this is a little better I mean still after a day of work it's destroyed but you know over the weekend I just you know have, was sleeping on the floor I'm like wow this is kind of really helping me out here and um Oh my gosh, my train of thought just left. What was I talking about? Astral travel and oh, astral travel. dimensions. So yes, yeah, so so now that I'm sleeping on my back, I'm having the hardest time sleeping because I've always been a side sleeper. So I'm already up naturally because of my back. And I've realized like now I'm hurting other places. Like my my neck and my head hurts from laying on my back and my like lower back hurts for some reason. So I'm trying to put my feet under pillow. Anyway. But what also has been keeping me up at night is like, I'm just feeling like haunted by things I feel like I should be doing, people I should be with. And I realized, I'm like, holy shit, the reason why these things are bothering me so much is because I'm experiencing them in different lifetimes. Even though it's not meant for this lifetime, I'm, 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 I'm traveling to these dimensions. I'm living in all these dimensions where... I'm not married to this person. I'm married to this person. I'm not an esthetician. I'm pursuing my dream of having, you know, um, a career in television and film. And in this dimension, I I have kids, you know, and I don't have a dimension on this kid. So I feel like I'm always missing out, mourning, longing for these other things. And I thought, well, this is because I'm on the wrong path. I'm on the wrong path. And then I realized, no. I'm on the right path for this dimension. It's just I'm living simultaneously in these other dimensions. And so I want it all on one time frame. What a bitch. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? Or is it just me? Am I just crazy? <laughs> no, I've I've gone through like given, I'm nowhere near as often as you feel it, but I get glimpses of that. And, you know, and I feel like it's more in my dreams than anything, because I will dream about a different dimension. I will dream about my life being on an entirely different course than what it is right now. And the next day I wake up just feeling kind of haunted, yeah. not necessarily wanting to live that other life. Very, very grateful for where I am now. But the only thing that comes to mind when you talk about it is, you know, really living the, ex the understanding of acceptance of where you are in this life and having faith that all of those other dimensions are on their own path and working in your highest good. And that's what I've been working on. I'm like, all of a sudden I had that realization. I'm like, okay. Okay, Casey. Like, <laughs> let it go. So accept no, where I, you are. Yes, it's so haunting though. Cause like the other night I was watching an award show and I'm like, those are my people. Like that's where I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be here. Like and I'm sad and I'm emotionally hurt and scarred oh <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous but um I don't mean to laugh but honestly it's very humorous because you know it we're as humans we're constantly in this cycle of wanting something better yes and, you know, I have those mornings where, where I wake up haunted and I can honestly say that the life I am living right now with my incredible husband, my daughter, and our little pup is my best life. I can't even begin to tell you 
how grateful I am for where my life is right now and where it can be going, the possible different directions that things are happening and in ways that things are moving and evolving. And so for me, you know, those other dimensions and other things that are going on, I'm like, oh no, oh no, you can have it. Uh, other me, do your thing because <laughs> I'm good right here. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not to say that I'm ungrateful for my life because God damn, like it's funny. These things come at night. I guess that's when I'm just, I'm everywhere at night. Um, But like I was, all day I'm like god damn I have such a beautiful fucking life I love my little cozy house mm -hmm. and I look around all the time I'm like wow this is my house this is my house I have a house I'm a grown-ass person I have a house you know and I take pride in it and I I just I'm like <laughs> looking forward to all the projects coming and then I was cuddling with right all day yesterday I'm like god damn I have such a great man I have such a wonderful man who just fucking adores me like no one else mm -hmm. who is the most loyal thing and I just he's just so fun and he's my person in this life he's exactly what I need in this life he's mm -hmm. you know like you said teaching teaching us lessons all the time you know, our spouses are always teaching us something yeah. and um I, you know I am I'm so incredibly grateful and you know I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else but then something will creep in and unsettle me or, or unhinge me. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm, I'm this other Casey too. I'm this, I'm this person. I'm this, you know, like I, I understand like all the layers of myself and all the different places I veered off. So I'm just like, so I'm trying to contend with, and I'm like, I need to integrate these, like, just be okay. Like, but you said acceptance. I just need to practice that. It's like, okay, this is what this, this is what, where I'm supposed to be now. And this is the best life I'm living now. Let's make it the best life. You know, let's not focus on the other lives and making like making that happen now because it's not, that's not, that's not your soul contract. Right? Not the reality now. Right. And, and that just made me think about longing and uh, dissatisfaction in life. Do you think that it has something deeper? Do you think everyone who feels dissatisfied with their life, maybe they're not in tune enough to be in that, that maybe it is this dimensional thing, but they don't understand that it's because they're feeling a dimensional pull to another dimension or a connection to another dimension? Well, I, I, would, think I would think that that's individual. You know, some people, some people are just not happy no matter what they're doing. They have everything they um they have the best husband the best kids the best living situation you know and they're always just longing for something better because part of it is being plugged into our culture and oh God, yeah. always wanting something more always needing something better mm -hmm. and not being grateful for everything that we have we are such a fortunate people here to be living the way that we are to be able to go and do and be whatever we want to be so i think it, i think that depends on the on the person i think that depends on how aware they are i think that depends on how much they've allowed their minds to expand to think of you know what their influences are are they are they someone who is super in tune with with energetic evolution or are they someone that is very guarded and very plugged into like an organized religion that has got them dripping with shame you know what what's their personal situation i think you're on to something but i think everyone has got I don't think there's a cut and dry answer for that. Well, I think you also said, like, when you said better, for me, it's not better. It's about the difference. Right. I don't think the life that I'm living in one dimension or the next is better than the one I'm living now. I'm, it's different. Mm -hmm. it's very radically different each life, you know? 
So for me, it's not even a scale of like, you know, I'm not even putting a hierarchy on it. For me, it's just like, oh, I just want to go play in this little dimension. I want to play in this. Well, you know, I want to have it all, you know, <laughs> it's greed. It's like ego, like, oh, <laughs> we need to, we need to come up with a phrase of multidimensional greed. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's what I want. I want, I was like, let's experience it all. Like I haven't before, like we haven't as old souls experienced it all before, but somehow I just think I should be everywhere at once. It's <laughs> exhausting. My mind is but this was fun this was a fun shooting the shit just letting things flow like go let's go combo i loved it just catching up yeah having an episode where we can just talk about whatever is on our mind and who cares in our heart you know yeah so case thank you for a wonderful episode vibe tribe thank you for being part of this journey with us and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Love you. Well, that's it for this episode of the vibe tribe podcast. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our vibe tribe. If you'd like to contact us and if you have any suggestions for topics in the future, please feel free to reach out to us via the email link in the description below. And Certainly keep your eyes out for us on social media. Please give us a follow. And thanks again.